just want to thank everyone out there who's showed their support towards the podcast. It's been absolutely amazing. And if you've got any mates out there who've uh, got a few proper true yarns and uh, or someone who you know who's a mad dog who might want to come on and spin a few to us, uh, send it through. And uh, if you do one favour for me that would be absolutely incredible, click on the proper true yarn podcast, go to your settings of that and uh, hit auto download because we all know how uh, terrible the phone service in Australia is and I hate the old episode be cut short due to um, terrible phone service. So if you get that auto downloaded, um, we'll be all good to go and there'll be no interruptions. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Did that really fucking happen? This ripper bloke called Knuckles, some call him the big knuck, spinning stories tall and true that'll make you say, holy fuck, the cities to the outback on the highway or the farm, crack a cold one with Knuckles and tell us a proper true yarn. Welcome to the proper true yarn podcast, the show in which we extract the maddest and the best stories from, uh, just to say, the best fellas and women around the world. Today, uh, up here in the 49th level, uh, we've got Jeremy Lattimore Lats. We've had uh, another couple of shots here and uh, <laughs> we've got a bloody, we've, um, I, when I first talked to you about, um, you got a little nines contest up here. Yep, yep. Um, and uh, sponsorship of it and uh, we've got to go through a few things later. But um, mate of yours, Ant Mitchell, he's, he's run that. Um, you got any Ant Mitchell yarns there, lads? Proper no. true yarns. Ant Mitchell, mate, well, I might get a yarn on him tomorrow night but there's this one, one uh, story where <clears throat> we, we played at Parramatta together. So we are there from 07 to 09 and... He'd been hammering me to come up to Townsville to go fishing and crabbing with him. So finally got me up there and anyway, had a couple of mad days of fishing and then we ended up going out and getting some mud crabs. He took me down one of the creeks there and he walking out with his hectic mud crab and walking back to the car and this fisheries bloke jumps. Oh, what do you call him up there? Fisheries Fish, down here. Yeah, yeah, fisheries? Yeah, yeah, sweet. And he goes, I gotcha. And he goes, what are you talking about, mate? And he goes, mate, you're not allowed to take crabs out of season. My head's nearly falling off. I'm like, what the fuck's this bloke talking about? <laughs> And he goes, mate, this is me pet mud crab. So he's just gone into fucking character, mate. I go, pet mud crab? And he goes, yeah. He goes, this is me pet mud crab. Malcolm, I bring him down here every day for a swim. He goes, mate, no, it's not. You're going to get fined for this. He goes, rightio. He goes, let me prove to you that he's my pet mud crab. So anyway, he takes him back down to the water and fucking Malcolm's breaststroking like Samantha Riley, (laughs) swimming off. After about 30 (laughs) seconds, we're all sort of looking at each other and uh, old mate from the fish shows goes, mate, Where's your mud crab? He goes, mud crab. <laughs> so that, that oh, Ant stitched me up a beauty there. Didn't give me a heads up. We're doing the wrong thing. But uh, anyway, Malcolm, he's never come back. He's still looking for it. He never got fined. <laughs> no proof, no proof. <laughs> no. Fucking unbelievable. So a huge part of your player, like physical management, would be doctors in the game, you know, so... Doctor-wise or, or different doctor stories? You got any doctor <laughs> stories out there for us? <laughs> like, have you got tipped up this question? Because, mate, I've, I've got a fucking couple of great yeah, doctor yeah, stories. Yeah. You've been yeah. talking to a couple of me ex No, no. You'd be busy if you were talking to them. There's a million of them. I know a couple of them, but fucking hell. Mate, so actually at the Panthers, bro, so my first game at Penrith, so I just I had an operation on my um my thumb, so it was my first game for the Panthers and we're playing Canberra out of Penrith, actually. That night was when the infamous Josh Dugan and Fergo on the breezes back in Canberra. Yeah. But anyway, I've, mate, I broke the line and 
I think it was Mark Nichols, the actual goat, fell on my fucking ankle and fuck, it was fucked. And I, I kept playing and um, went in at half time. And my doctor, shout out, North Southern, goes, um, Yeah, mate, I think it's so and so, whatever. And um, he goes, I'll need all your back up and you'll go back out. And again, I've spoken about my agility is horrific. <laughs> I'm not very fast. So I, I feel like I'm running around on one ankle here and he, he needles me ankle up. I go back out in the second half and um, I, I actually played another 20 minutes. And, um, like, we won. It was awesome. I was pumped the first game and I'm like, fuck, I picked up an injury. I remember when I went in, I don't know if we did recovery on the Monday or went back in on the Tuesday and the physio, Kieran Morgan, goes, mate, I'm just going to send you uh, to get a scan because I'm a bit worried that there's something going on there. I go, no, no. I go, Norm said it's sweet. It's, I've just, like, did something to the, the capsule or whatever it is. So on the Wednesday I'm at home and I get Ivan Cleary's calling me. I'm thinking, fuck, he must be naming me captain this week. <laughs> <laughs> still, still haven't heard from Norm. <laughs> Answer it. He goes, oh, Latsy, mate, sorry to hear about your ankle. I go, what do you mean? He goes, you got to get surgery. I go, I go, what do you mean? He goes, you've you fully snapped your syndes. So Norm's diagnosis, mate, was completely off the mark. <laughs> He's fucked you. He's actually fucked me. And then. Another Norm story, actually. <laughs> Norm, I hope you're not listening to podcasts anymore. <laughs> but uh, 2014, we we beat Roosters first week of the finals. See how he smacked that mad field goal. Week off, played Bulldogs week three. And, uh, mate, I actually thought I'm fucking chance of playing a grand final. a battler from Port Macquarie. Fucking shot out of line, try and put a shot on David Clemmer. And I had awful tackle technique, gone in all chest. And he fucking just drove me straight into my rib cartilage. Um, ended up going off, getting it like local in it, tried to go back out. Like I couldn't do anything. It was fucked. All off season, um, did whatever I had to do and it was still fucked. It was just fucking hurting and I, I, I've let Norm know and I go, Norm, I go, can you put like pump, um, what do they call them? Cortisones. Like can you put a cortisone in it and um, like I, I don't want to affect my pre-season because like, 14 was the best year I ever had in the NRL. I think I played, I missed two games with suspension but I was playing mad minutes off the bench, so I think I'm for, my first five my first five years, I, I literally played 50 games in like five years. So I was in and out, fucking like not because I was injured, just dropped because I was average. And uh, I finally cemented myself in my position in first grade. And um, my, my, my hands, my, my future's now in Norm's hands. So I've gone out there. It was about fucking a week before training. And usually when you get a cortisone, they do it under like ultrasound. I've gone into Norm's clinic and. He goes, all right, I'll smack the cortisone. And I go, where's the ultrasound? He goes, no, nah, no. Nah. He goes, I swear, I've done this a thousand times. <laughs> I'm like, Bleh. I go, bro, I can taste that in my throat. He goes, what? I go, brother, I can taste it in my fucking throat. Like it's li- like I can legit taste the chemicals in my throat. He goes, oh, you'll be sweet. So anyway, my, my, my young fellow was one and um, my, my, my wife had just gone back to work and um, – I had to go pick him up from daycare. So I've gone and picked my young fella up from daycare. It's fucking hot and I'm sweating. Like I'm sweating. So I've drove from Penrith to Macquarie Park back to Concord. And mate, I'm at home and I'm fucking sweating like a gypsy with a mortgage. Like I am like dripping and like I don't, I don't feel sweet. And I, I, I ring my physio. I go, mate, I go, I fucking, I, I don't feel good. And I explain what happened. They're like, go to your nearest hospital. You punctured your lung. Go in the hospital. <laughs> you fucking punctured me lung. <laughs> Yeah. What? Yeah, just us, us me straight in the fucking <laughs> lung with uh, out doing an ultrasound. 
So, but after that, I was that skeptical on him. I don't think he's a great man. I love Normie. He's uh, one of my favourite doctors, but probably not for his performance with with, with the uh, the, the utensils. Two. Yeah, but got me a couple of buttes. There's a few other things too, but I um I don't remember what they are. But yeah, he'd be my my number one doctor. All my other doctors great. Kept me on the field and <laughs> kept me hanging on to that first grade spot. <laughs> wow. How long did it take you to bounce back from bounce back from function? To, to, to be fair, oh, actually, no, it was only like a couple of weeks, so it actually wasn't too bad. Shout out, Normie got me out of a couple of weeks of preseason because <laughs> then later in my career, I had, I had to get calf injuries to miss, miss, miss a couple of pre, like, uh, weeks of preseason, but um, yeah, so it actually, you know what, it probably worked in my favor, but legit, like, so I got another two quarter zones in that, um, in that rib, and my last quarter zone just before the first trial, like, hit the spot and, like, made, made it, like, feel less worse. And I still had to wear a fucking guard that was out here, but I I, I limped my way through that. Well, do you limp when you got a sore chest? Fucking. <laughs> still limping from that fucking ankle injury in 2013. <laughs> Shout out, Norm. First stitcher. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> fucking, um, have you ever heard of any other mad yarns? Like, because as a bloke sitting back watching the footy, one moment I always remember. I remember seeing Uade go off the field and it was like he had a fucking broken leg. And then second half comes on and he's fucking, he's running onto the fucking field. And, and I think, what the fuck is in, is in that needle that they give you bastards? So, oh, you so, see a yard come off last place here. I'm going to throw myself a bit under the bus first and then they're, so I'll start on the other boys because I remember Jimmy Maloney got, I don't know if he got stretched off, but he fucking – it was like – I thought his season was done and he played the next week. Regan Campbell-Gillard when he was under 20, same thing. And then I, I saw Bryce Cartwright right, said it on the YKTR podcast the other week about see how he must have done it as well and played the next week. But this was on the Jimmy Graham uh, podcast and it's me infamous um, knee injury. So I fucking – round one against the Cowboys in my last year in the NRL – Tyson Frizzell actually ruptured his testicle that game, but he, <laughs> he, he, he got all the attention, not my fucking medial ligament. But oh, no, you wouldn't want Normie fucking jamming no. <laughs> to save him that day. Two there, bro. That's, not, that's my fucking old fella. <laughs> and one nut. <laughs> but um, but Fr- Frizz actually took me out, bro. I remember. He, so as I got older, I felt like I was half a physio and a um, sports doctor. So I remember, like, Frizz, he fell over a tackle and hit me knee and I fucking, he did me medial. And I remember the, the, the uh, training comes on. He goes, mate, why are you limping? I go, bro, I've got a grade one medial. And he goes, you diagnosed it as a grade one medial. I go, bro, I'm pretty sure it is. I think there's a few tears in there. Finished um, finished the game and um, I think I played the next week against Rabbitohs. Anyway, fuck it. Just give me, like, if, have you had a medial injury? No. Bruh. I've had, yeah. I've had chafe. <laughs> Bad. You can relate to Bowie Henry. Oh, mate. Bleeding? Like, massive. Oh, like steel on steel. Sparks <laughs> flying, mate. 3B cream wouldn't save that gun. Are you getting on the boys' shoulders and getting carried out? <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, in the trenches, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, I've, I've somehow miraculously been able to keep playing just through my David Goggins mentality <laughs> and um, there was a point there later in the year, fuck, you're getting more and more strapped but it was, uh, it was get bad. I remember one day Benny Hunt gave me similar windburn to Milford out at Penrith and um, fuck, I went, ah, and I, I was, I'm all, I'm very dr- dramatic um, <laughs> off the bat and um, I was like, fuck, I think I'm done here. Anyway, I fucking end up, 
Oh, no, settle down there. Because when you rip the scar tissue, it, it just, it's, it's fucking painful as. I reckon doing a grade three is worse than a grade one. That's what Dr. Lattimore said. Yeah, not Southern Lattimore. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard it your first. You've heard it your first. But anyway, actually the week, well, so actually I've got the starting jersey on. So all the Origin boys were out and I, pl- I started against Melbourne Storm, played mad, scored a, f- a try. And then I started the next week against Canberra and fucking Elliot Whitehead is, um, Dropped down on my knee and probably it'd probably be a hip drop in this day and age. But he was just trying to get me to the ground and fuck, bruh, I thought, I thought my knee fell off. And, um, mate, it, everything just ripped and Jimmy Graham tells the story great. No mayo on it whatsoever, <laughs> only about 80% mayo. But <laughs> So I got hammered on his potty by him and Gaz, um, him and someone else just ripping into me about this knee injury. And like I said, I'm dramatic and... Um, <laughs> Anyway, Jim reckons that he wasn't playing that game and he's up in the in the box. He's like, fuck, this is going to be last year. Like, I think Latsy just played his last game. He's actually just played his last game. And um, anyway, the the same guy diagnosed my knee in round one comes out and he goes, do you want me to get a Medicab? I go, bro, I can't get a Medicab because it's not as bad as I think it is. I go, I've got to at least walk off. So they're not walking off somehow. Push through the pain barrier. Go in, get it strapped. <laughs> And Jamin tells it great. He reckons he looks down after he thought. So he come down, cuddled me at halftime and that. He looks down on the sideline. I'm doing run-throughs on the sideline. <laughs> He's like, this fucking weak prick. <laughs> and anyway, I didn't go back on because it was actually – I ended up missing three weeks. But he's just, again, not like the other boys I said who who, who didn't who played the next week. I actually ended up missing a few weeks with grade four scar tissue. <laughs> yeah. But, um, hell. yeah, but I did like the. Oh, I would have won a Golden Globe for the carry on. Oh, proper. Yeah, yeah. So that was <laughs> horrific. Party stories. Larrikins <laughs> have party stories, and uh, and that's why I've only got probably one because I'm not much of a larrikin. But I, I, feel, <laughs> I, feel, I feel, I feel you are a, uh, you might have one or two lads. No, I've, got, I've got a few good ones. Um, fuck. Like when I think like Yui well, Aiken, that's who I was in, in this uh, hotel with. He and I mentioned him in the North Queensland story. Like so, Yui's like fucking smart, good looking, he, he invests well, good footballer, but loves to have a good time. Yeah, he's uh, he's like me too. I see, like the party. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so we had some great times together. But probably the best I've met in my journey. So, and, and this, this sounds universal from everyone I speak to, but. People who are, you know, when you talk about bloodline with racehorses, you know, you're out of fucking winks or I'm out of far up. I look like far up actually. Yeah. But um, <laughs> hung like him. Um, <laughs> like it, it was a, far twin, up was a girl. Twin, twin brother. <laughs> <laughs> Why the long face? But, you know, when, when you look at bloodline with loose units, the Canberra Raiders, mate, I, I've always heard like stories about the Canberra boys. I remember I heard this story about... Um, when like Croker, Jason Croker, and you know when they had that phenomenal team, but apparently they play. Oh, they played a game on a Friday night, and they've decided to uh, keep the party going. And they flew to Gold Coast on Saturday morning, come up here for a Larry, turned up to train on the Monday. And obviously, then then there's you know over time there's I mentioned the Dugan Fergo one and um, a few of the boys. Jolly Thompson actually on catching up with tomorrow. Shout out yeah. the goat. He's a man. <laughs> I'd love to get you yeah, need to get him on the potty, oh, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. He's all time mate, he's country fucking, boy. He tells great yarns. Fuck yeah, man! I met him at um ten a.m. at a strip club, fucking <laughs> <laughs> at half uh, a magic round. Oh, I think yeah, you mentioned yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bro. He's, he's a good man, bro. Like, yeah, I, I literally I never played with him. So 
I met him on like a couple of boxes and, and out and about. And like, like me and you, bro, I've bonded. Like that's <laughs> how I bonded with him, bro. He's just a lad. And um, But that year 2018 when I went to Dragons, he, he was – they were trying to flick him or he, he, he was on good money and he, he wanted to go elsewhere. Like the, he, his journey had ended there. So he's just – he was a fucking distraction at training and he took me under his wing and I was being a pain in the ass to like the trainer and that. And he's like, mate, fuck, tell him how it is. And anyway, we had a laugh, whatever. But um, I don't even know where I'm going with this story but I'll get back on track here in a minute. Uh, uh, party is Joshy Miller. You heard of Josh Miller? Yeah. M-A-D. His nickname's Mad Dog. Yeah. He, he is the epitome of a guy who he left everything on the field. I think he got two players a year. He only played like 120 NRL games because he ended up having to retire from head knocks. But he was all heart and he's all he's all energy and everything when you're like on the drink and having a crack. And he um, – I married – I got married and I went to New York for my honeymoon and he was in New York when I was in New York and we linked up and um, – Mate, that went till about five o'clock in the morning and like, my wife was just like, fuck, that, I, I can't do that. We're on our honeymoon and we're going to <laughs> Vegas and Josh is in Vegas. So I'm like, oh, I'll go, all right, I'll go, I'll go. We'll, we'll go to Vegas and just we'll see what happens. Mate, I fucking land on – so he, he went the day before. I land on the tarmac. I, I turn my phone on. Josh Miller's ringing me. It's like he's fucking watching me <laughs> land. He goes, George, he calls me George. He goes, where are you, Georgie? He goes, come to my hotel, he's saying the Cosmo. I go, bro, I go, like, nah. And because she's like, don't answer, don't answer, don't answer. I go, I've got to answer. So I answer the call. And um, anyway, we, uh, we ended up linking up. It was Halloween in, um, in, in oh, Vegas. Fuck me. Yes, it was actually Halloween night. We ended up going to this <laughs> club in, in the Bellagio. No, it, there's enough creatures around in Vegas without fucking Halloween night. I know, in mate. Fucking Vegas. Holy fuck. Nah, but there, there is no greater creature than fucking Josh Miller, bro. So anyway. <laughs> We've uh, we've turned one on with our missus and um, on my honeymoon again. Romantic as fucking Vegas, absolutely turned it on. Yeah. About six thirty in the morning, cut the cucumbers up, put them on the girls. They've they've gone to bed, and and then mean so they 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 slept. I think it was in Josh's room, and then we've gone back to mine. And um, mate, he made me watch his YouTube highlights for about an hour and a half, <laughs> knocking blokes out. <laughs> He goes, Georgie, this is what I'm thinking here. I'm like, you're not thinking, bro. You're just getting off the line, smoking bikes. Bro, and I, I, like I told my, my wife, I said, I'll be back by 6 o'clock to go to dinner with you. So he went the night before through, through that night. I left him and he went again that night. And his sister and that were there and they ended up linking back up with him. But he, he's just he, – anyone that knows him, like he's uh, like his energy for life is unseen. But, um, mate, we ran into this NFL player. As we're um, coming down the escalators, and um, obviously we'd had a fair bit to to drink and un, un, under the weather, and this like he uh, got arms on him, like me and you put together, legs on him, thick as fucking massive, and, and we're yarn and whatever, and then he, he he looks at Josh and he goes, turn around, and Josh he, like thought he said, turn around, <laughs> he goes, what'd you say, bro? He goes, my name's Turner Brown. How are you? <laughs> Turn around, do I talk away from that? I told you about more actions. Anyway, big, big, uh, yeah, I, th- I thought Joshy was about to say, why don't you come off that end? I come off the back fence. <laughs> but uh, there was an happy, a happy ending. Turn around, went on his way. But um, yeah, he, he's, uh, and then mate, I think he, I ended up going to Carbo and I think he, I don't know if he's, he might still be in Vegas. That was back in 2012, so. <laughs> I haven't seen him since. I haven't seen him since. But no, he's he's the best I've ever played with, bro. He's 
MAD, literally, yeah. and anyone who's played with him. But that, yeah, that Canberra pedigree is like Winks, unbelievable. Yeah, can turn them on. Yeah, there were, there were a fucking few mad dogs out of Canberra, eh? Hundred percent. Like, like generationally, like you look back, back, yeah. That um, Toddy Carney, <laughs> he come through there, the mad dog. <laughs> I want to say, and this is, I don't know, I is a prime example of why phones are fucked, because that's a that's a bloke that fucking doesn't matter. He's the top of his game. Doesn't matter. Fuck. Shouldn't have done what he done, but you're in your own personal space, yeah. And a mate thinks you. To me, that oh, that's the epitome of low, and and that's how I always fucking roll, you know. Because no matter who the fuck you are, no matter you're married, single, divorced, fucking the president of the United States, you fucking don't do that to your mates. And on a scale of one to ten in, in playing up, it's a zero point five. Yeah. And it was only because oh. it was Toddy. If that's Jeremy Lattimore, it's not even making the fucking <laughs> the Sutherland Shire leader. Bro, yeah. they're going. <laughs> fucking. Lats is doing it again. Sorry, fuck. This is actually. Just remember, guys, call out. It's my shout. And keep left unless fucking overtaken. Oh, yeah. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.